A year ago, we talked about the husbands protecting the house. Now, ladies, it's your turn. The emphasis is on you, your roles, your responsibilities. There is equality in the home, in essence. But in function, there is just different functions and roles in the home. Now, ladies, you can amen here nice and loud because we know you are. We know that emotionally, you run much deeper than your male counterpart. Amen? Your, your husband, as much as you love him, he's still kind of shallow, isn't he, ladies? Amen. There you go. You wish he was more thoughtful. Amen. You wish he was more caring. Amen. You wish he'd do the dishes. Amen. There we go. That's what I'm talking about, people. I mean, you just think on a different level than, than men. Whenever my kids got hurt, in soccer, and they didn't get hurt much, but whenever my kids got hurt in soccer, my wife, I told my wife, don't you ever run out on that field. That is like the kiss of ultimate, I'm telling you, on graduate, you run out on the field, moms, when your little first grader gets hurt, the kids, other kids remember it on graduation day. I'm telling you. My wife goes out and she goes, are you all right? I go out and I go, get up. Come on, the game's still going on. There is just a difference in function. We have to own up to that. Well, that difference in function means that there's different roles and responsibilities in the home. And so what I want to do is just kind of share with you a few of those are just one of those roles and responsibilities. Look at the scripture that's coming up. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 1. Wives, in the same way, be submissive to your husbands, so that if any of them do not believe the word, logos, same word in John chapter 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, Logos, same word, that they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives. Here's the main point of the lesson, all right? Life is louder than language. That's it. The main point for all of us is that life is louder than language. What you have in this text is this wonderful definition of this word submission. It means to reverence, to venerate. It means to treat with deference. It means to, to give referential obedience. We talked about it last week, how it's a beautiful word. And, and it's kind of in, uh, in recognition of your husband's positive qualities. And he does have a few. Deference means a respectful submission or yielding to the judgment of opinion, will of another. Reverential carries the idea of deep respect tinged, tinged with awe. Submission is not a dominating word. It is a liberating word. For that you were created to complete each other, not to compete against each other. And when you... Both of you, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21, submit to one another, and it's there. There is completion in the home. Now, the problem comes in, ladies. You're to respect his, your husband because of his position in the home. That's not real popular, is it? 
You say, but my husband doesn't really lead like I think he should. What do I do? You respect his position in the home. You say, there are some days I'm not even sure if I like my husband. What do I do? You respect his position in the home. Because the fact of the matter is, there's a lot of people that we will respect even though we don't like. You ever got a ticket? Tell me you love that policeman as he's writing out the ticket. You don't love him, but I'll tell you what, you're not lippy to him either, are you? What about if you stand in front of a judge in a court of law? You may not like the judge, but you better respect that judge's opinion. Moms, you have a position in the home as well. And when your children, and you tell your children something to do, Johnny, go clean up your room. And Johnny says, now, Mom, sit down and let's talk this thing over. I don't know who you think you are telling me what to do. But it's my room, my stuff, and I'll take care of my room. Thank you very much. There's a lot of problems right there on a multitude of levels in there. Matter of fact, if I would have ever thought to say that to my mom and dad, whew, it would not have been pretty. Because most moms would say, listen, young man, you would do what I say, finish the sentence, because I am your mother and I say so. So when you say, I say so, to your kids, you're dropping the position issue squarely in their lap. You may not like what I'm telling you to do, but you're going to do it anyway because of my position in the home. You may not like how your husband leads, but you follow because of his position in the home. And look, you do it without words. Everybody say that with me. Without words. Ladies only. Without words. You say, Pastor, he needs my opinion. No, we don't. Uh-uh. No, you may think we need your opinion, but the fact of the matter is we don't. I love these two pictures. Because, ladies, I'm telling you, the, one, the number one way you disrespect your husband is with your language, the words you say, and the tone you use. We're going to say the N-word, it's nagging. And, ladies, look at the lady in the bottom right. I don't care how good looking you are, when you nag, you look just like that. Look at the guy in the top left. When you nag, he turns you off just like that. And you know what you do, don't you, ladies? You get louder, right? Because a lot of us were raised with parents who were screamers and, and, and loud and that kind of thing. And, and, and that's not the right way. The Bible says in Proverbs, a soft answer turns away wrath. But it's just this nagging, this constant always on you ladies you're to respect the position of your husband 
and not nag. A teenager once wrote to Ann Landers. He said, I am 15 years old and my biggest problem is my mother. All she does is nag, 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 nag. From morning till night, it's turn off the TV, do your homework, wash behind your neck, stand up straight, go clean up your room. How can I get her off my case? Signed, pick, pick, pick. The response was classic. She wrote, dear picky, turn off the TV, do your homework, wash behind your neck, stand up straight and go clean your room. See, ladies, you can say absolutely the right thing. But if you say it in a disrespectful thing and way, and some of you already figured it out. Some of you tell your best friend's husband, or your best friend's, your husband's, I'll get it right in here a second, your husband's best friend. You tell him what to tell your husband, and he'll believe his buddy but he'll turn you off. Now, I want you to understand, ladies, he didn't turn you off when you were dating, did he? Man, he hung on every word. You were the queen, and man, he was, you know, you were the princess, and he was the prince, and you listened to him, and he listened to you, and you never fussed at him. You never told him not to talk with his mouth full. You never told him his clothes didn't match. You never told him you just loved that fella. Then all of a sudden you married him. And I know some ladies will tell me, Pastor, I didn't know he was such a poor leader when I married him. I think most of the time you do. But most of the time dating revolves around each other instead of the values and core issues of life that are truly important. And so you get to see your husband love and dote on you when you're dating, but you never get a chance to see his leadership rise because of issues and stress in life. You see, language is louder than words. Language, or I'm sorry, that did not make any sense. Life is louder than language. Here's the point. Don's going to come. We're going to pray. Here's the point. All of us, our Christian life should be much louder than our Christian language. So that people who never hear our words see the Christian life we lead. They don't just see you pulling out of the driveway on Sunday morning. But they see that Christ is the center the focal point, the fulcrum, the very essence of who you are. Without words, your life declares to everyone that you are a Christ follower, that you embrace all that Jesus is and all that he wants to do in your life. Would you stand to your feet with your heads bowed?